Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and a man fresh back in the house from the Jim Gardner tailgate this past week, Chris <laughs> Domingo. Mr. Domingo. How are you doing? Hopefully you're warm. How are you doing as always as we say during this pandemic? This air quote Saturday morning, sir. Well, well, well. Right now I'm I'm warm, but in in 12 hours I'll be cold, and then 12 hours later I'll be colder. This <laughs> this weather is, is is ridiculous. I've never seen any like I've never seen a drop from like like in like two hours. It's going to be like a 40 temperature difference. This is crazy. Yeah, we're in the, uh, I think it's called the Bombo Genesis or Bombo. Oh, man, the Bombo, uh, Bombo back. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, so as we're recording this show, it's supposedly somewhere in the area of like the low 40s, like the 50s, low 40s. And then, you know, not too not too long from now, it'll be like 10 degrees, which is a little crazy. But again, not as crazy as what I saw in um, in in Chicago, or the Chicago area. They have like, they call it freezing heavy spray. It's like the spray from like like the spray from like the water like the like you know like the you know Lake Michigan or like freeze like freezes up and like sprays like boats and like gets in the boats machinery like I've never heard of this in my life. Isn't um, that a so, plot yeah. to like a movie? Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. So like yeah, you can't you can't operate a boat on the Chicago River or on uh, Lake Michigan because like the spray from the water is going to like get into the machinery and just like mess everything up because it's going to be that cold. <laughs> In Chicago, this weekend, so. <laughs> no. See, I think like no, and and judging from the quotes of for some of the Eagles players is there's cold, and then there's Chicago cold. People not ready for Chicago cold. No, no, and and kudos to you who before the season you were like Chicago in the wintertime, like that's not even a possibility for a Eagles road trip because I know a lot of people made that trip out to Chicago for that Eagles game uh, this past Sunday. That would have been it because it was like I think it was like 18 degrees at game time, and I don't even know what the wind chill was. Um, and Chicago and Chicago in the winter, for those of you who don't know, Chicago in the winter is just different, man. Like, it's just a different kind of cold. Like, you can, like, in Philadelphia, you can deal with 20 degrees. It's like a, like a 20 degrees in Philadelphia is like, I don't, like, I'm trying to think of what the equivalent is probably like 40 degrees in Chicago. It's just totally different. Like, that wind in Chicago is just, a yeah, no, 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 no. I think the wind is what. And like, and sometimes, like I don't know, like we deal with this here, where like it gets windy and it's intolerable. But like, it feels like zero. Like you could like go. I still remember this a long time ago. We like went to like I don't know. We were there for like like New Year's Eve, and we went out, and then five hours later, like, and it was like a regular winter day, like a night. It felt like in the twenties. When we got out, it felt like negative one. And that's just not the alcohol talking. It literally, like, just, it flipped. And I don't know how, like, I don't know how you, like, I don't know. Obviously, you get used to it, but how do you, you just can't just wear a jacket. (laughs) No, 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 no. Going to Chicago, or living in Chicago, or going to Chicago between the months of mid, you know, mid-November to, like, April. Like, you need, you know, one of those Chris Domingo, Canada Goose, heavy jackets. (laughs) You know, one of those, you know, you know those, those nice jackets that hopefully some of you guys got for Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa this year, um, or will get for Kwanzaa. No, you know what you need? Like, I don't know. You know what you need, absolutely need in Chicago that I don't really feel like, unless it's like real cold, I don't really use gloves. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I usually, like, keep my hands in my pockets. Like, I don't know. Like, like but there, if you have anything exposed, it's going to, like, freeze and hurt. Like, I don't like, like, that's what, like, that's why I feel that, like, I don't know, like, and like, cause I was listening to the Kelsey podcast. It's like, you don't realize that football just gets hard. Like, I don't know. It gets harder to snap. It gets harder to throw. It gets harder to catch. Like, I don't know. Like, and I feel that 
judging from like the play on the field, and obviously I think the Bears just played harder than the Eagles. Like I don't, I don't really think that's a. That I, I like, but I feel that like I don't know. They underestimated the impact of the weather because like I don't know. Sometimes that weather is just too much to, to handle. Yeah, and and speaking of things being hard, you know, like, like you said, the football is harder to throw. You know, when it's cold, when it, when it's you know harder to get a grip on, but wasn't hard enough for a quarterback to do it with a bum shoulder. We'll talk about Jalen Hurts, his status for this week um, and everything that goes along with that after we discuss the Eagles and Bears game this past week. And, of course, we got to give some kudos to the Eagles who made the Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl, um, uh, I guess the Pro Bowl I guess starting lineup or starters or whatever, whatever you want to call them, the first, the first team and the alternates were named today, uh, named earlier this week, I should say. So we'll discuss that. Of course, we have some basketball to talk about as well because this is a big this is a big day. Well, tomorrow's the big day, Christmas Day in the NBA. The five Christmas games that a lot of people thought were going to be amazing coming into the season, not quite as amazing. And at the end of the show, I will get Chris Domingo's thoughts on the greatest World Cup game, maybe the greatest soccer game of all time, Argentina France in the final this past Sunday on Fox. So we have a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Broadstreet Line. Sit back, relax. Take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout out, sir? Sorry. Let's just no say worries. thank you to the usual folks. Thank you guys as always for a great, great 2022 and hopefully a great, great many years to come here on 106.5 FM or wherever you get your podcast Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker, all that good stuff. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, your iPad, your computer, your MP3 enabled device. Listen to us at home, at work, or Take us with you on the go. Again, we are a very, very accessible podcast. You can also catch us every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on 106.5 FM at WPPM LP Philadelphia. Or you can download the TuneIn app or go to TuneIn.com and search for the Philly Cam app. And again, listen to the latest show every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Again, we are very accessible when it comes to listening to us on streaming and on podcasts. And as always, you can follow us on the Twitter machine as well. He is at SKD215 on Twitter. I am at the BS line. Very wild weekend. Of course, this is Christmas Eve, Christmas weekend. So the bulk of the NFL games are on Saturday today, Christmas Eve, uh, because of Christmas. So you have a lot of Christmas activity, uh, Christmas Eve activity with the NFL, some Christmas games as well. Got got five basketball games on Christmas as we typically do. So we'll be tweeting about sports probably all weekend. At least I will be tweeting about sports all weekend. Chris, I'm not sure what, what you will be tweeting about. I will be tweeting, man. I'm not used to like this much sports during Christmas. I, I, I mean, like usually it's like I don't know, but usually at the NBA. Right. But now you got Christmas Eve football. I, I mean, like this is like I realize because I can say like obviously I had some rooting interest with my fantasy team, but I can say this is the most football that I've watched. Like I don't know, like I, I think well, the more the games are important, I think I, the more I watch. Like and. And it gave me thought that the the news came down, the big news, that the NFL has decided to give YouTube and Google the rights to the NFL Sunday ticket. And I ask you, is that for you at this point in your life? Do you need the NFL Sunday ticket? I'm glad you brought this up now. I mean, because we, we, we were going to talk about this. So we might as well talk about this now. So, again, for those who don't know, um, the NFL Sunday ticket package, the package that allows you to watch <clears throat> all the Sunday games, um, was up for bid uh, from the NFL. Basically, everybody who was anybody was bidding for the rights to the package. Um, and it came down to YouTube buying the power, Google, YouTube, however, whoever you want to call them, um, Alphabet, um, came down to them buying the package uh, in excess of $2 billion a year for seven years. So they will be basically, have they will have the rights to broadcast, you know, or show um, every NFL game on, on Sunday, you know, the one o'clock and four o'clock window uh, of games. Um, this is probably going to be an add-on to YouTube TV or or available as a standalone product. So again, for those of us who do not have YouTube TV, we can probably buy it now as opposed to before with DirecTV. You had to get DirecTV and then you had to get the Sunday ticket. So that's that. Um, for me, um, the answer to me for me is no, but but that's, that's largely because like, you know, I live in my local market that mark the team that I root for. So I don't have that much of, of a desire to, to buy the NFL Sunday ticket. Cause I assume it's going to be like the same price. It was before like 300 bucks. So let's assume that for, you know, for the, the base, the baseline price, $300 to watch every game on Sunday. 
because I can watch the Eagles. It really doesn't really hurt me that much. Like, and you have forever. Red Zone already. Right. And I have Red Zone already. Like, I'm going to watch the Eagles every time they're on. They're going to yeah. be on, you know, they're going to be on Sunday, you know, at, you know, at least 13 times a year in one of those windows. So basically, I'm by spending $300 for, the, you know, my choice of games in, you know, one of the two windows. And Eagles are usually a one o'clock game. So again, in the four o'clock, I'm, I'm paying for the right to watch a bunch of games at four o'clock. And there's usually like three or four at the most. So for me, you know, being an Eagles fan, living in this area, the answer is probably no. But if I lived in California or if I lived, I don't know, somewhere else and I was an Eagles fan, I'd probably th- I'd think about it a lot harder. Sure. No, and I feel that, like, I don't know, like, and, and like, but I guess the G word has come into play big time is the gambling aspect. And a lot of people that wager weekly <laughs> on a lot of stuff, like, I, like, we'll say, you know what, maybe, just maybe, like, I, I would usually rely on, like, Red Zone to, like, satiate my gambling appetite to, like, check out, like, who... But now, if I could watch it, like, and of course now, because I feel that this has a trickle-down effect, that mm-hmm. if you got the ticket, then, yo, we need more TVs. Like, I, right. I feel that, like, this is, and and now I feel like, I don't know, and I know they're trying to, the NFL's trying to secure the rights for, like, the bars and the restaurants, because that's a big thing. Because, I mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know, like, I mean, I haven't been out, <laughs> but I don't know, like, is our bars that have the Sunday ticket a thing? Because absolutely, most of the time absolutely. when I... yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know if that was still a thing because I didn't know how many people had direct TV. Yeah, no, a lot of bars, you know, bought direct TV for the purpose of buying Sunday ticket. Like direct TV, I'm I'm not even sure who's gonna own have direct TV at this point because again, like millions of people had direct TV for the sole purpose of getting the Sunday ticket. And now that you don't need direct TV to do that, um, I don't think people again, unless you need to get direct TV because of where you live, satellites and stuff like that, then I'm not sure how many people are going to stick with that. But yeah, bars, yeah, bars, like there are a lot of bars. And again, it's, it's kind of funny because sports bars aren't a super, super huge thing around here, which is kind of weird because being the kind of city we are, so we're very parochial. So it's kind of, I think it's a little different, but yeah, like a lot, there are a lot of sports bars who have Sunday ticket. Like that's a thing. Again, people go to these bars and they'll be, have their choice of whatever games they want. Yeah. Um, and again, this will be this will you know, and I think I think again, you'll probably see more bars now because again, some bars who didn't want to buy you know have Direct TV just for this, now all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know what, I can spend three. Well, for them it'll be more than three hundred dollars, but you know what I mean. No, I but I guess like, does, sorry, or does this add yeah. the, does this make this more accessible? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Cause okay, because like, people like us, people like us would never get it, right? Because we're not going to get Direct TV for this, right? Because it's a process. You got to get the cable box. Duh, 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 duh. But with this, you don't need to get anything. You always, you just need to get a computer or a streaming device, right? Like, I don't know, just get like 85 Roku 4Ks. Right, yeah. Like, you're, like, a, we, like tons of people have smart TVs now. Just about everybody has a laptop right now. You know, so either between a smart TV or people watching their phones. Like, you, I always forget that. People, a lot of watch a lot of stuff on their phones. You can watch. Any football game, you, you know, I, again, assuming that they're going to do what they logically should do, you can spend $300 and you can watch any NFL game every Sunday. On your tablet. Which is great. On your tablet or your phone or your computer or your, you know, your whatever. So, yeah, though, this is going to be like the, 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 I think Google, I said, they're paying $2 billion a year. They're going to make a ton of money off of this. They're going to get a ton of money off of this. Like, this is going to make money for them. Um, I, I just, I, I saw a couple of, of I don't want to say competing um, articles, but I, I saw some um, news about this, and they were saying because Apple was supposedly the front runner in this, and supposedly they said Apple wanted to sell it, uh, sell it like a lot cheaper than what Directv was was charging. Yeah, and there was like some language in the contracts with the ABC and NBC and T, or, well, ESPN and CBS. They said like, nah, you really can't do this. I would have loved to seen. I would have loved to have seen if Apple said, "Hey man, y'all can get this. Like, get Apple TV because you got to get Apple TV." But hey man, you can get this whole Sunday ticket thing for like a hundred dollars. Like that would have gone crazy. Like, like oh no, <laughs> no, you know what they said they were gonna offer it nine ninety nine a month. I heard that. That's a, that can't be true. They can't because <laughs> they're char- they're charging a hundred dollars for the MLS, right? And like they have exclusive rights to the well, basically exclusive rights to the MLS, which is I mean it's a lot more games. It is what it is. But they're charging a hundred dollars. There's no way they're charging that. Like I saw that number and I saw like six ninety nine, and I'm like, you cannot. No, but no, but but I guess. But in Apple's eyes, but in Apple's eyes, it's the most liquid company. It's the most liquid company in the world. If they say, you know what, say that we, 
offer not not even not even that. Say twenty four ninety nine a month, which is still, right. still a freaking yeah. a deal. Like I don't know, like and but say you gotta buy this, you gotta buy this. Like I don't know, like here's a trial for Apple News Plus that you forget about in three months. You're gonna get charged that here. Here, here's a free thing for Apple Music that you forget. No, I, I mean that is how they get people. And like I don't know, like the hardware stuff, and like you'll have that forever, and then that creates a domino effect. If you have the Apple K4 TV, then you watch, I don't know, White Lotus. Is that on HBO? That's HBO. Look at you, man. Look oh, at you. Okay. <laughs> um, like no, like and when I feel that, like I don't know, like. I think in this era, because you're seeing a lot of like tech companies just, I don't know, just, just go belly up. You know who is it going belly up? Apple, because they have the hardware. Like, I don't know. There's some, like, I feel that, like, I don't know, these ideas and all this stuff that, like, I don't know, all these, I don't know, tech companies do, it's cute, but you're not selling a phone for $1,500. Right. And that's what, like, Apple does every year. They sell millions of that for, no. And I don't, like, I would have loved, no, like you said, I would have loved to see, because obviously they'd have to pay some of that back to the NFL to be like, okay, if we're going to pay, if we're going to offer this, we still have to give you all this. But I feel that with all these networks saying, I think it would have just caused too much trouble. And it's not like you were hurting for uh, buyers. Oh, no, no, absolutely. And, and the NFL, you know, I'm a little bit surprised because the NFL, they said they wanted $2.5 billion for this. Um, they only got $2 billion for it. But again, that was probably because, you know, because I mean, because if, if they if they let Apple do whatever Apple wanted to do, Apple probably would have just paid the money because, like you said, they're one of the most liquid companies in the world. Like, they got they got $2.5 billion a year in their pocket. So it's like, <laughs> like, like they could just wire that immediately. Like, they're, like they're, there's no, they don't have to sell anything to kind of kind of get that money over to the NFL. So, uh, but I'm interested, interested to see what happens because, again, like a lot of people, again, this opens up the door to million, tens of millions of more people uh, to get this NFL product. And again, if you let's say you have 100 million NFL fans, you know who who would have done this before, who now have the chance to do it. If you convert one, you know, a million of them, you know, that's 300 million dollars. You know, like that. Plus, again, assuming like you said, once you get them in the ecosystem, if you say, hey man, if you subscribe to YouTube TV, then you can get this for cheaper, and then people are just going to subscribe to YouTube TV. And then, boom, that's a subscription that you're going to keep for years. And then there you go. That's how you yes, make money. Yes, and, and, like, and, and didn't we already say about the subscription forget forgetfulness? People are just going to, like, I don't know, put that on auto pay. They're going to, like, not look at their credit card account or their de- or, or their bank statement and just realize $80 is, is out of their bank account every month. They're not even notice. Not even a notice. So, yeah, so, yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be funny. This It's going to be fun to see what happens. I, I will say this, though. I hope that. You know the the direct TV version of NFL Red Zone, the Andrew Siciliano version. Hopefully that stays on on some level, um, because again I know the people who have Direct TV who love love that version of the the uh, the Direct TV Red Zone and that and the literal Octobox thing that's always up on the screen. Um, hopefully that that stays in the YouTube edition uh, of this of this. Uh, Let's just hope that the salary cap, like I don't know, goes up. Yes. For like, like so, so when they have to pay Jalen Hurts forty-seven million dollars, it's not going to hurt too bad. No, no, no. You need to hope that the salary cap goes up because of the running back the Eagles neglected on Sunday. Oh, oh, what, the same guy that oh, oh, what, the same guy that fumbled and uh, and oh, caused oh, oh. and and caused a touchdown and then caused me to like <laughs> to cause David Montgomery to get to get a catching passing touchdown. So that was like a catch plus yards plus touchdowns. No, I'm not bitter about that. <laughs> Eagles again won the game against the Bears, twenty-five to twenty. Not quite as close as that was, but again, the Bears did have a late touchdown and had a chance to get the ball later in the game. But uh, Jalen Hurts injured his shoulder late in the third quarter of that game after his three rushing, or well, uh, yeah, after his three rushing touchdowns. Uh, he had seventeen total rushes, a couple of kneel downs, but they did run him a lot um, against the Bears on Sunday, which was a little bit weird to me because again, it's a cold weather game against the Chicago Bears. Um, you would think you want to want to kind of kind of control the ball. It's cold, like we talked about before. You know you know, low to negative wind chill temperatures uh, factor, you would think that you would run the ball a little bit more, you know, with your running backs, um, not just Miles Sanders, but the Eagles didn't do it. But it, again, a win's a win. No, but no, no, but I feel that, like, I don't know, let's assign blame equally. 
It's, I don't think it's just on the coaches. A lot of that was Jalen Hurts. Like, I don't know, yeah. like wanting, like not, like, I don't know. A lot of that stuff was RPO. More like he could have easily just given the ball to Miles. But he's like right. me and saying, no, let's not give him the ball. He's going to fumble. No, I, I feel that, like, I don't know. The entire game felt off. Like, I don't yeah. know. I feel that, like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's apparent that these these dudes were not ready for the cold weather. And, like, I don't know. I think, like, I don't know, like, the Bears played hard as crap. And they didn't know how to, even though I think they held, they hit, handled Justin Fields better than a lot of teams have had. So, it's it, like, I just feel that, like, that was a game where, like, they shot themselves in a the foot, but you're playing against a dead team where, right. like, your market for error is very high. And kudos once again to that defense. I, I, I feel that, like... I feel like I need to apologize to like the defense, the defense line, because I feel that like for a while we are like I felt that they were underperforming. They're not underperforming anymore. They're gonna set. I feel this is. I I have to say this a couple of times. They're gonna they're gonna set a franchise record for sacks in the season, probably in sixteen games. And I don't even think the seventeen games gonna matter. That like, and this isn't just like a team that's like I don't know the Texans where they haven't had a history. This is the same. Franchise that's had a, a gang green, that had Reggie White, Jerome Brown, and for the, for this team to do it, and they're just doing it in waves. They're getting six a game at this point. Like, I, and I felt that, like, I don't know, like the the defense was going to be the second best unit on this team when it mattered playoff time. I'm not sure this might be at, an equal to the offense. Yeah, the Eagles defense had six sacks on on Sunday, and you can argue they were the best unit on the field for the Eagles on Sunday. Jalen Hurts very rough, very off at the beginning of the game. Um, you like you look at the stats and you look at the yards, you're like, ah, maybe you know, maybe you know, you didn't have that 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 bad of a game. But a lot of that stuff early was just, I mean, it was just off. Like just wasn't hitting receivers. AJ Brown did finish with 181 yards, but a lot of that came on that 68 yard deep ball late in the game. Devontae Smith had 126 yards. Every other receiver on the Eagles had a total of nine yards um, in, in the game um, against the Bears. Uh, but again, a win is a win. Again, the big story, of course, is the Jalen Hurts injury. He is out for this week against the Dallas Cowboys. He will not get the start. Gardner Minshew will get the start against the Cowboys. I kind of figured something was up because right after that Bears game, the Eagles, uh, the line had the Eagles getting a point and a half from the Cowboys like on Sunday night. So it was kind of it was kind of odd that you can an Eagles team coming off a win would you know be the be getting points from a Cowboys team coming off a loss, um, a very disgusting loss, you know, for Cowboys fans. Uh, it, it looked seemed a little odd off the rip that the Eagles would be getting points. Now the birds are getting <coughs> six points as we're recording this. Um, now, Roy, now Roy, even before that line came out, didn't you just feel watching that game? You're like, I really hope this dude's not perfect. Well, that's the, but he didn't. Like, he didn't miss time. Like he like. No, he was, but I feel he, like with like just with the hits he was taking, you're yeah. like you were myself. I was I was squeamish because I was like he's get, like he was getting popped more in a half of football than he has been, and I feel that that was that added to the weirdness of the game because for the entire season, I think Hertz has been great about preserving. Like I don't know, living to fight another day. Right. Not taking the excessive hits like i don't know honestly what like you know what it felt like it felt like a carson wentz game where you're just like yo bro slide like go out of bounds like i don't know i feel jalen was trying to do too much because i feel he he, i knew he he probably felt he was struggling passing so you know what let's kind of let's compensate for that by running and i didn't know like it just the entire game fell off i felt that was and i think even without i think even without with him missing games even without him missing games i felt unfortunately his run for mvp is over yeah it's probably over because according to what we're hearing it seems like this might be like a two to three week injury for jalen hurts now you can you know probably miss a game um and and then you know that won't be held too much against you but if jalen hurts doesn't play for the next two weeks or if he doesn't play for the rest of the regular season then I, i think it's probably i think his mvp candidacy for this year it's probably over, and and the the sports books believe that as well because the odds have shifted drastically in the last few days in the MVP race. Um, according to FanDuel, right before we came on, they had Patrick Mahomes now back as the odds on favorite. I think he's about three uh, negative minus three hundred minus three fifty in that area uh, to win the MVP. Jalen, everyone who was dumping on me, give me apology. 
Because Jalen Hurts so, got hurt. No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. You cannot claim a victory for this. You cannot take a victory lap. No, 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 no. But I'm saying this. If he decided to play, like, is that bad game enough of a of a of a down to like lose the MVP? Well, Sunday, enough of a down. Yeah. 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 315 passing yards. No, come on. Rushing. No, you can't. He had, no. he had three rushing touchdowns. Like, no, what? if you watch the game, if you watch the game, he sucked for a lot of the game. He ran for three touchdowns and threw for 315 yards. I mean, like, for a bad game, ain't that bad. I, I can name you 40 quarterbacks who, have, who haven't had a game that bad this year, like that good. No, but in, in your mind, like, I don't know. Would, would that have eliminated, like, no, would that have taken him off the top spot? Not lose it, but like because okay. No, the MVP is a narrative-based award, and again, the narrative on Sunday would have been Jalen Hurts did enough to get this team to win, even though early on he was throwing the football like you and me. Like, <laughs> that, that's that's what it would, the story would have been. Jalen Hurts did not win the MVP award because of his play on Sunday. He won the MVP award because of that X-ray, the 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 shoulder, the the injured injury and shoulder injury X-ray or MRI or whatever he got after the game. That's probably why he lost the MVP. I, I mean, because because let's talk about it since we're since we're here now. The Eagles play the Cowboys this week. Gardner Minshew is going to get the start um, down in down in Dallas again. It's a Dallas team that came off of a big loss against the Jaguars uh, and an OT a pick six OT by one Dakota Rain Prescott um, sealed that win for the Jaguars. A win. Clinches the NFC East for the Eagles. A win clinches the number one seed for the Eagles. This is a winnable game for the Eagles. They're not favored, but this is a winnable game. But it begs the question: If the Eagles play, if the Eagles beat the Cowboys this Saturday, they win this game tonight against the Cowboys, four twenty-five Eastern. If they win this game, does Jalen Hurts come back and play? They have the no. Saints next week, and they have the Giants the week after that. There's literally nothing to clinch. You can try to go for a 16 and one record if you really want, but that's all you're going for. He probably doesn't come back, right? No. And, and, and if he does, that is on Nick Sirianni's tombstone at some point. Well, no, like, I don't know. There is way too much to lose. Like, I don't know. And people are saying, oh man, like then it would be like a month till his first game. Fine. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll take a fully healthy Jalen Hurts coming off a month vacation than a Jalen Hurts with a bum shoulder and probably cracked ribs. Like, I don't know, tr- like trying to get in the rhythm. No, we'll figure, like, no, like, I, I don't know. Like the risk reward of have, of trying to keep some semblance of like flow is not worth the possibility of a season and injury. It's not. So I will ask you this question and I'm sure it's happened before. I just, I'm not going to look for it. What quarterback has come back into the playoffs after a month off and led his team to playoff success? I, I, again, I'm sure it's happened. Like, I'm sure this is not the only time it's ever happened. But it's, I don't think there's a whole lot of history when it comes to this. So, But I also feel that – No, because I feel that, like, I don't know. Like, would, would he be rusty, like, I don't know, the first half of his first game? Sure. Or even the first quarter or whatever. But you know what? They could do in the beginning, run the ball. Like a lot of a lot of times teams that are just this, like I don't know, like I don't know, that are this good, they're relying on the pass. Like Josh Allen. Like if Josh Allen were down for a month and you'd ask him, Oh, what are you gonna do? Give the ball to Devin Singletary or uh Naeem Hines? He's like, No, I'm gonna throw it. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel that in the time where Jalen is trying to get his rhythm, he can just easily just run the ball. Like, I don't know. And that's what I honestly feel that, like, I don't know. Like, I, and I feel that, like, I don't know about you, Roy, but I felt this re, I felt the Eagles were, like, overly pressing the need to throw the ball downfield this week. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I don't know. The conditions sure didn't, didn't warrant that. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, I get that. Like, I don't know. You, you tried to throw a lot of deep, like, I, I get you're trying to get your dudes the ball. That might work against the the, the Bears. That ain't gonna work in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, like the like the Bears. It was clear that the Bears secondary was 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 to be had for the taking. But again, like I'm coming. You know, you and I, at least I know I can I can speak for you on this one. You and I, you know, grew up on the whole the old school NFC East. When it's December and you're playing teams in the cold weather, you run the ball like 35, 40 times. Like we remember all these games, cold weather games against 
you know, Washington and New York. It's like, all right, we're going to end the and the Dallas and the Camden town. You run the ball, run the ball, run the ball because it's like 20 degrees outside. I mean, like who's going to throw the ball when it's 20 degrees and like, you know, 20 miles per hour winds whipping around the vet. You go to Chicago. Like I thought that was the game plan. Like I thought that would no be normally the game plan. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 37 times um, and versus Miles Sanders had 11 carries. I think Kenny Gainwell had like four carries. Like they're, like you said, like their, their game plan was to throw the ball down the field and their pass run ratio call plays was probably somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of like 67, 33, something like that, two to one. That seems a bit excessive for that kind of weather and that kind of environment. I'm sorry. No, and I feel that, like, I don't know, like, as much as Jalen Hurts was having this MVP-type season, what's, like, what do you, in a playoff game, what do you trust more, the running game or Jalen Hurts? Did you mean Jalen Hurts to throw the ball? Jalen, yeah, like, like, I don't know, like, you need, like, I don't know, like, you need a try to, like, I don't know, and it's, you're not down or anything, you're, you're up, but you want to just close the game out. You're running the ball. This this is the best off best. Like I don't know. It's a heck of a great passing pass blocking offensive line. I think it's this is by far and away the best run blocking offensive line. It's not even close. Yeah, no. The Eagles offensive line, and to your point, I'll say the Eagles offensive line. All all five of the starters made the Pro Bowl, whether it's the starters or alternates. Again, and offensive linemen absolutely love to to run block. Like that's what they live for. Like they they love to do it. And like you said, if the Eagles need a drive. Again, have these guys run blocking, whether you want to call. How many times, Roy, in the fourth quarter, like in the third quarter, where they struggled a little bit? Because, like, for, for some reason, I feel this in this awesome season, I feel they've struggled a bit in the third quarter. But you know what happens in the fourth quarter? They're like, okay, enough of this playing around. We're going to, like, I don't know, like, we're going to run, run, and run. Either we're going to run with Miles or we're going to do, like, I don't know, like a keeper with Jalen. Like, I don't know. This is what I hope and I, I think – I, I have faith that like the identity of this team is not passing the ball. It's not like I don't know. It's it, it's running. That that's why I feel they've demoralized so many teams. It's like I don't know. These teams are so keyed on like I don't know. Even when the teams expect them to run, they're getting six seven a pop. That like that's gotta be just like I don't know. Just emotionally a killer for a defense to say, man, we can't even stop it. What we know they're gonna run. Yeah, no, no. When this team, and we've seen it a few times, when this team has needed that that long drive, that seven minute drive, that eight minute yeah. drive late in the game, you know, that's been largely because of the run. Like the run has kind of kind of been, you know, whether again whether it's Miles Sanders running the ball or whether it's been RPOs or whether it's design calls for Jalen Hurts, you know, the run has been the backbone of those put away the game drives, ice the game drives. You know, let's let's get some Gardner Minshew <laughs> uh, plays in here drives. Um, that's been it's been because of the run game and, and the run game. I think the run game is what they're well. I, I think it's clear the run game is probably what they're going to lean on a lot this week against Dallas because again, I don't think Gardner Minshew is going to throw the ball 37 times unless they have to once they get down early to the Cowboys. Um, but again, this is a winnable game and Dallas Goddard's back for the Eagles. So again, the Eagles wide receiving core is is, is back and, and ready to go. Um, I guess I'll save my hate for Quest Watkins for another week because he had a bad he had a bad game on on, on Sunday, um, but I think the Eagles have enough hey, weapons. Man, no, I feel that like I don't know they're trying. Like I don't know like kudos to the Eagles having receivers worth a damn. Where like you're trying to get them involved, but like right. it was a little overkill. And like I don't like in like a season full of just like first ever. I can't imagine the Eagles. I like I the thought of the Eagles having two. No, well not one, but two. I mean, the Eagles went years, years without a thousand-yard receiver, and right. now they can have two. And I, apparently, they're trying to make a three because they're trying to get Quez every type of like gadget play. I'm like, no. I think, I, I think they they want to try to like establish him so they get some attention off of off of the other guys. Enough of that. Dallas Goddard's back. Thank you, Dallas. <laughs> exactly. Like, for me, I need three reliable options in the passing game. I have the two on the outside, and I have Dallas Goddard over the middle. Thank you. That's it. I don't need to extend. And more importantly, Dallas Goddard appears to be the only guy worth setting, like, doing a straight pass for. So, yeah. I, I, I still, this, for all the great this team does, I still have no idea how a West Coast offense team just is, the, is so ineffective running straight plays. It really, it really is fun, and they, and they have fast guys or fast enough guys. Like they have fast guys, they have good blockers. 
they just can't run screenplays. Like it doesn't really make like the design's pretty good. Like they look like they're well designed players. Yeah. They just don't they just don't go for yards. Again, unless it's Dallas Goddard, like like you know, that one in the in the, in the Washington game. Um but yeah, the Eagles have a big decision on their hands. Well, they have a decision. I don't know if it's a big decision if they win this game. If they lose this game, the Eagles lose this game against the Cowboys. Again, Eagles are not favored, so could you know suffice to say, like it's not impossible they lose this game. If they lose this game. Do you play Jalen Hurts next week against the nah. Saints? So you don't you don't play if he's one hundred percent healthy next week. You don't play him. He won't. He won't be. Come well, on. Like, Nick yeah. no, says it, his body's not like ours. He heals. No. no. Is he the Terminator? Did did a three hundred pound man like not fall on him? No. Like no. I, I think this is just like once again you just need to, like I don't know just think of these dudes as not superhuman people and just say yo you know what. This dude took a pounding. Like, I don't know. And I don't even think it was that one hit. It, it, like, I think that one hit might have sealed the deal with the injury. That dude was falling on his shoulder a lot. And, like, I don't know. Until we get the blessing from Dr. Whoever, Dr. Galakowicz, to say, yo, like, come on. We can't ask Gardner Minshew to beat the Saints. Yeah, Gardner, Gardner Minshew should be able to beat the Saints for you. Like, you should be able to. Yeah, you should be able to like wait until Jalen Hurts is one hundred and twenty-five percent healthy. Uh, like Gardner Minshew should be able to hold the fort down uh, for a couple of games, a couple of weeks. And Gardner Minshew and this team, if they have something to play for, is more than capable of beating that same team at home. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, I, now, Roy, if he's one hundred percent, say he's say he needs two weeks because right. once again, like I don't know, just give the guy two weeks. <laughs> How hard is this? Like. Do you play him at all in a meaningless Giants game? Even oh, no, for nobody, nobody plays a Giants game, brother. Nobody okay. plays it. Like, like, I don't want to see any – I don't want to see him. I don't want to see A.J. Brown. I don't want to see Devontae Smith. I don't want to see them dudes – like, they could be on the sidelines because they'll be on the sidelines. But I want them to wear, like, those like those military hoodies. Salute the service. Salute the service. Salute the service hoodies. I don't. So not even for a quarter. Not Not even even for a quarter. Quarter. Not even for a play. You can. I will give you fifteen guys that I do not want to see on that field, uh, playing on that field, dressed for that Giants game. Don't even bother. I do not care. Nope. 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 Everybody. So you would be okay. You'd be okay not seeing Jalen Hurts at all to the playoffs. I'd be okay. I would. I would like to see him. I mean, if he's healthy, I'd like to see him next week. But I mean, like, if you I mean if he's not healthy, then don't even bother. Like, I would like him to get some work in between last Sunday and January the sixth or January the fifth, whenever the first playoff game is. Or no, it's long longer than that. So January, yeah. they, have a, they, have a, they have a bye, and it's another week. So yeah, so yeah, so last weekend and January thirteenth, whatever day it is, like that's a long that's a long stretch. But but you, you don't want to see the practice. But you don't want to see him get any run against the Giants. No, absolutely not. No, I don't care. You, I don't care if it's bionic. So it's either the Saints game or nothing. Saints game or nothing. That's it. Saints game okay. or nothing. And and that's and, and the thing is, like, if he's healthy for the Saints game, like, I really don't even want to see him a lot in the Saints game. Like, if it's like, yo, man, no. you're like, yo, get that get that shoulder loose. Like, you feel good? All right, well, let's go. Like, you can you can sit down after the first quarter. Like, I don't. I just want to. I just because like, you can't simulate that stuff in practice. No, so, no, no, no. But I feel that like I don't know like. If you were playing the juggernaut, and if you were not playing at home, I'd worry. But, like, I don't know. Like, you've got a lot of, like, I don't know, uh, just buffers. Or, like, I don't know, a lot of margin for error if you're playing in a pretty weak conference. I, I Like, let's be honest. Like, I don't know. Like, who are they playing in, like, the second round? The Vikings? Like, and at home. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. If, if, if you were playing a really good team, I'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty worried. I'm not. Like, I don't know. Like, I watched – I saw Vikings team down thirty three nothing to like Matt Ryan who can't throw. Like, like, like I can't get I can't get too worried. And I know the 49ers look like Nick Foles. Like I don't know the 49ers look like a tw- the twenty seven Eagles right now. They're like, but I'm not gonna get worried about Brock Purdy. I'm sorry. Like I don't know. Like 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 he will turn into a pumpkin when he shouldn't turn into a pumpkin. Like, I don't like, like, that's just the way, like, people see Nick Foles. Nick Foles is like one in 10 million. He ain't, like, he ain't happening for another 30 years. Yeah, no, we're, we, like, we'll probably not see anything like that um, this year in the playoffs, especially with, you know, the quarterbacks, the Eagles are, you know, are due to face um, in, in the playoffs. Um, like you said, the NFC, NFC looks like this right now. So Eagles are in one seed, so. You have Minnesota versus Washington. If the season ended today, you have the Vikings versus Washington. You have San Fran versus the Giants. 
and you have Tampa Bay, who six and eight would be the four seed and the winner of the garbage NFC South against Dallas. So if the seeds held up, and they probably won't, but the seeds held up, the Eagles will get Tampa Bay at home. Um, assuming the Dallas Cowboys would beat the the Bucks in that game, you would get the you would get the Cowboys at home. So theoretically, you could be in a spot again a month from now where Jalen Hurts takes his first snap in a month in five weeks against the Dallas Cowboys in a home game, you know, the third game between those two teams um, this season. So, again, not necessarily that easy um, for the, uh, you know, for the Eagles, but if they get past that, then it's probably, you know, Sunday night Kirk Cousins or or Sunday afternoon Kirk Cousins maybe, again, or Brock Purdy in the NFC title game. Um, so those are games that you should win. <laughs> so. and, and the more I look at it, I, I'm getting a little less worried about the Cowboys every week. Like I don't like I, I see the I I keep thinking it's gonna be different every year, and then every year the implosion happens. And like I don't know, like the the Jaguars are playing good. <laughs> they were up twenty seven to ten. Twenty seven to ten. You have to close the team out if if you're gonna be taken seriously. And they didn't. And and it feels like I don't know, like that quarterback is is one of the weak links. That's not that's not good. Yeah, yeah, two teams that the Eagles could play in the playoffs, uh, the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Bucks, were up seven by seventeen points this past Sunday. They both lost their games. Um, so again, if you want to, if you think the, they're Bucks, serious, the then, Bengals, <laughs> the Bengals scored thirty four unanswered. Unanswered. This is like basketball. Like no, and like if you ask me, like right now, who the who's the team I'm most worried about? It's a team with a third string quarterback. Like I still feel like I don't know, like. That because I feel that like everything else with that 49er team is like championship caliber. Like that they have they have the best defense remaining in the NFL. No, no offense to the Eagles. Like I don't know. Like they have like I don't know. They have one of the dudes. And like I don't know. Like and as much as I what Hassan Raddick is doing in Hargrave, I need to see it prime time. And like I don't know. Like Reddick's been doing it. Like I don't know for a few weeks. And he's been flat, like tremendous. But I still. Need to know, January fifteenth, thirty nine. Is he getting it against Trent Williams or against like I don't know, like I don't know, one of the Viking guys? It, can he get to the quarterback? It remains to be seen. But are are you have more you have more questions about that than you would have about Mister Irrelevant himself, Brockfield Purdy, coming to Philadelphia in the cold oh, no. in January to beat this team? No, but I feel that. Like I, uh, I feel that Kyle Shanahan understands that, and he would try to like protect Brock Purdy. Like I don't know, like he's not gonna be throwing triple screens, like I don't like like double pump fake screens against the Eagles. Like I don't know, this ain't the Seahawks. So, but I, I feel that like it still comes down to like I don't know, like what Vince Lombardi said, man. It all comes back to defense and run and, and running the ball and protecting the quarterback. Whoever does that the best is gonna get to the Super Bowl. Because I feel that like there's no unbeatable team in the NFC and the team that I feel will get to the Super Bowl is the team that has home field advantage and plays mistake free football guess guess what team has home field advantage now they just need to not play like they did in Chicago (laughs) no exactly right again the Eagles have to kind of lock this up lock this home field advantage thing up so they don't have to deal with the possibility of going on the road um, and besides man like that that stadium is going to be rocking Rocking, like, come on! You think Kirk 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 Cobangs is going to be able to handle that crowd? <laughs> yeah, no. We we saw we saw Kirk Kirk in that towns in that and uh, our Kurt as a shady would call him. We saw Kurt in that in that in that um, deal with that Monday night crowd um, earlier this year. So again, you you have a a Sunday night crowd or a Saturday night crowd um, against against Curtis himself. Like, I don't know if that's going to a good situation for that man. Speaking of shady, only Lashawn McCoy. I have no idea how Fox gave him a, a regular show, but I mean, when a guy says Dak is quote unquote ass, like I was like, <laughs> I had to like do a a a a Ted take on. Did he really say that? He did on national TV. He said Dak is Dak is ass. <laughs> like, he, like, he, like, he clearly doesn't understand that you just can't use. Because I don't know if this is a Philly thing, but I'm assuming this. You can't just use Philadelphia vernacular on a national level without explaining yourself. Like, if you said to, to me, Dak is ass, like, I know what you're saying. Like, I understand. You don't have to translate that. 
That's why you have to translate that for people in Nebraska. You have to translate that for people in Seattle because they don't understand what you're saying when you say that. Like, I mean, it's like, fine, like, but <laughs> if Fox Sports her, and I and McCoy's one of my favorite, more one of my four favorite Eagles. They couldn't find another athlete in the ex-athlete Rolodex to give a show with jo- Joy Taylor and Emmanuel Acho. Can I? Can I? I just, can I say? I just want to say one thing. Well, the answer is yes, but uh, but here's the thing, though. Like, I, like here's the thing. I keep telling people about these shows, and because all these shows are the same. Like every network trying to do like 38 of these shows. The point of these shows now is to have moments every day that kind of that go viral. The show that go viral. Okay. Right. Oh, so so, people... so basically, so Lashawn McCoy succeeded in his job. How many people like could they have hired somebody different than Michelle McCoy? Absolutely, absolutely. How many people other than Michelle McCoy, Michelle McCoy would give you viral moments like that? Uh, not that many. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but not that many. So if the point is to go viral, then it's like, hey man, Sean, like the Sean's gonna say whatever is on his mind. Clearly, clearly, the man don't have too much of. A, he's like Rick Ross. He don't have much of a filter. So as long as he don't curse. I- well, I'm surprised he didn't MF the show. Like no, yeah. like, like I mean. It, if you had to give me a choice, like two years ago, to say, get out of these thirty ex NFL players, three hundred, Sean McCoy. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, three hundred. Or hell, maybe three thousand. You'd say, yeah, Lashawn Le- Le- McCoy would have a show on a major network. Like I don't know, this isn't like I don't know, like they suck. But like Fox Sports One is still a real network. It's not like I don't know Newsmax Sports. Like I don't know, like no, and it's on at three o'clock in the afternoon. And he just said that because ass. <laughs> I was like, what? No, I, I love I love that moment so much, and it's great, and it's gonna it means more people are gonna tune into that show. So I think Shady did his job. So kudos to Shady. But again, like I will I will warn anybody out there who's going to be on TV, like a national television show or anything like national radio show. If you want to use certain vernacular, again, it just doesn't translate to everybody. Like it doesn't, like no one under everybody doesn't understand what that means. So Shady, next time you say that, you got to translate for the folks in Oklahoma. All right. Translate <laughs> for the folks in Atlanta. Because they don't like they don't understand it. They don't get it. They don't they don't know what the, we know what it means, but they don't know what it means. Um you did, I did want to talk about your point about the Eagles again. Uh again, running, you know, you know, protecting the quarterback, making plays on defense. And again, the Pro Bowl nominations uh, bore that out because Eagles had a ton of Pro Bowl. I think 19, 17 guys, 17 guys made the Pro Bowl. A third, almost a third of the team was Pro. I would love to go back two years ago. Not even like uh, two years ago. How many? They might have had two Pro Bowlers. I don't see. They probably had a couple. Um, I know Lane's made it a couple. Of, like I think this is fourth. Lane's fourth. So Lane probably made it a couple of years ago. Uh, Fletch makes it a lot, which I'm not sure, you know, why. In past years, I wasn't sure why, but now this year, like he obviously deserves it. But yeah, no, they had 17 guys and eight starters and nine alternates or something like that. Well, I had the list: Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson. Uh, told y'all, AJ, told y'all. AJ people were saying even even our great guy, Phil Capaldi, was not because I went back. He said it was a C plus. I kept saying you just can't find like blue chip players like this in the second round and. Yeah. And it helps when you have Stoutland, who's coached up in already elite offensive linemen. Like, I don't know. Like, it, and I, he's going to be like, people were just really quick to say he's going to move the center. Why? He's, he's, he's going to be an all pro guard in a year. No, I think people assume that the Jalen, the Jason Kelsey clock was clicking, was was ticking farther than, than it wasn't. But my man's like carrying cross. He just flipped that thing back over. And like, he looks like he's going to be like a, you know, a pretty decent center for at least a couple more years. Um, like so I said, Kelsey Johnson, Dickerson, AJ Brown, Miles Sanders, Darius Slay, uh, Hassan Reddick, and Jalen Hurts were the starters. The alternates are Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, who probably could have been a starter, which kind of sounds weird to say. James Bradbury, Jordan Mailata, Brandon Graham, Rick Lovato, Isaac Sayomalu, uh, Josh Sweat, and Devontae Smith. If I told you that Josh Sweat was going to be a Pro Bowl <laughs> this year, you would you would have said this is stupid. This like this like get off get off the Dude, get off the crack, get off the cocaine. Like, don't. Like, what are you talking about? Josh Sweat, Pro Bowler, and rightly so. And they missed the guy who probably should have been at least an alternate was Charlie Gardner Johnson. He was leading the NFL. He was leading the NFL in interceptions. Interceptions, yeah. And TJ Watt made and TJ Watt mixed, missed like what six games. And TJ JJ Watt, I think. Or no, Watt. was it JJ or TJ or one of the Watt brothers? I don't know. I, well, all, all they always hurt. So, but like, 
Chauncey Garner Johnson was leading the NFL interceptions. Probably should be there, not there, which is crazy to me. And like you can and you can make the argument that Dallas Goddard was alternate yeah. for the at least. Yeah. I mean, this is no. I think people are not like I don't know. And you got to give this general manager his due, man. Like this turnaround of the roster is something unprecedented. You don't see. You usually it usually takes three years for you to build. Like, but when you have, I mean. In the last two years, how many guys, how many foundational guys have they either A, drafted, or B, signed? Usually, because for the last few years, the guys they were signing sucked. And, <laughs> and we sure know that the guys they drafted sucked. Well, I don't know. I, I feel Howie is on this all-time heater. It is incredible. We Remember we, we said, was it two years ago, this, this, this team had like a bottom quarter? Yes, bottom third. Bottom yeah. third. Yeah, and now they have 17 Pro Bowlers, and you can make a case for a couple other guys. <laughs> they could have um, had, yeah, no, they could have had a third, a more than a third of the team could have been, could have been uh, uh, Pro Bowl caliber. This is crazy. In 2020, they had three Pro Bowlers. Kelsey, Cox, and Graham. That's it. Carson Wentz. No, sorry. No, no I, no, like, remember, like, the consternation about, like, oh, man, you just cannot trade Carson Wentz in that dead cap. Every the, – the minute, and I mean the minute after they traded that man, the fair, the fortunes of the franchise have just turned. Everything – like, I can't tell – well, sorry. The Bob Quinn trade. Other than that, <laughs> like, I don't know, everything that they've done has been at least solid. No, the Eagles, again, like, Howie hasn't missed a lot. Like, with the draft picks, like, the last couple of – rounds of drafting and the free agents by and large again like you bring in a guy like a james bradbury um you bring it well you you know make a deal for chauncey gardner johnson i mean like like the man has worked bringing hassan reddick like the man hasn't missed a lot like the man is like he's like the anti-hit row when it comes to like being <laughs> great grant calcaterra grant calcaterra has had a better career than jalen rager and jay jaw combined yeah yeah no like again like wall Jack Stoll has had a better career than Jalen Rager. Yeah, all all the bad things that that you know me, I'll say me, and a lot of us have said about you know said about Howie Roseman's draft record and things like that. Like a lot of that stuff's been a race. Like you got to give you got to give that man some kudos. You could probably got to give that man an extension at some point because he's <laughs> no, been a lifetime. No, I've said if he gets this Jalen Hurts pick right because I feel that like that was his get out of jail free card because I feel if he did it, if that didn't hit. Even his homie Jeff could have just said, nah, man, you got to go. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, boy, like, everyone, I mean, everyone panned that move. Let's not, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, play revisionist history and say, oh, man, they found the diamond in a row. No, they didn't. They got lucky AF. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, why Why are you drafting a quarterback in the second round? You got a quarterback. Well, we found out that you didn't have a quarterback, and then you got a guy who was your insurance plan, who turned out to be a fantastic quarterback. Where you're going to have to pay, like you said, you know, give give the bag to uh, the 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 Dexter the Dexter uh, Loomis Miz bag to uh, this this, this offseason because my man's going to get paid whether or not he comes back uh, the, the rest of this regular season. And and you have a borderline top six seven pick in in the chamber, which which you may need to solidify by having Jalen Hurts play. Week seventeen against the Saints because <laughs> we need the Saints to lose to get a better draft. No, pick. Gardner Minshew should okay. be able to beat Andy Dalton. I'm right. sorry, but Jalen Hurts a ninety percent a dead Saints team that has absolutely nothing to play for. They can't even play for the pick. And the Saints at ninety at ninety percent. Oh look, the Saints can still win that division. So the Saints, they have almost lost to Desmond Ritter. I'm just saying, the Saints, who have who have something to who, who could have something to play for, they probably won't. Well, they could still because they'll be two games back. The Saints could have something to play for. A 90% Jalen Hurts could guarantee you a win, as opposed to the who knows with Gardner Minshew. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. All I know is a 100% Cam Jordan could follow Jalen Hurts, and I will 100% be in urgent care. <laughs> no, I, I feel this is like this is the one thing that can like derail the special season uh, injury to play. You yeah. can almost, I mean, almost survive. Other than no, I don't think you could survive an injury to lay. Like I don't know, but like say that like I don't know some unfortunate thing where I like think you could survive a lay. I think AJ Brown probably more than anybody, really. 
Okay. So what yeah. is so do you think eight Jalen that AJ? Yeah, for me, yeah. For if I had to rank the most most guys you don't want to don't want to lose, probably for me, it's probably Jalen and AJ. Because I mean I think I you feel, have enough depth to be competent in this line at least. No, but I feel that like I don't know, like I don't think you can I think Kelsey's pretty indispensable. And I know Camp Jargons okay. is like I don't know, a second round pick, but like he really is the engine and like yeah, okay. like I don't yeah, no. Like I I, I think we're splitting hairs, but I feel that yeah. like I don't know. We we can agree that by far the number one guy you cannot afford to miss for like a quarter of a playoff game is Jalen Hurts. He can't. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So so you are so your team put this man in bubble wrap until yes, mid, mid the hyperbaric that's, chamber that's, that's that no no go to Matt Laurel wherever that to ch- ch- hyperbaric chamber was and, and 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 bring that John back and put him in there. No, I I like and I feel that like Jalen is so determined that like he won't he. What, he doesn't want the hurt, the the rust to be an issue, but it will. I mean, like, let's just be honest. Like, he'll the first few possessions of this first playoff game will be rough. Period. Yeah, and, and hopefully, again, like they they'll face a team where they can have a little bit more of that margin for error. But again, that team will be coming off of a a playoff win the week before, so maybe not. Um, but again, we'll see. Hopefully, we will have some more clarity on the Jalen Hurt situation next week. Uh, when we're actually we're not on next week, we have a, a, a tape show next week. But next time we're on the air, we would definitely will have some more clarity about the Jalen Hurt situation. We have about three minutes left, so I want to ask you. I don't think I said this on the air, but I said this to you off the air last week after we were done the show. I told you I said if you would like to watch soccer at the very highest level, I implore you to watch the World Cup final between Argentina and France. Chris Domingo, did you watch any of that game last week? I did. I watched. Uh, most of the second half than, than the rest. And I feel that, like, I don't know. Like, I still i am far from an, like, I don't know. I can't appreciate the, the subtle stuff. Where, like, I don't know. I think a lot of soccer fans can appreciate almost, like, 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 uh, like a breakaway miss. Or, like, I don't know. The way, like, I don't know. Someone dribbles. Like, you know what I mean? Where, like, yeah. I don't know. You, where, where you, like, where, where you break someone's ankles in soccer. Where, like, I'm just like, ooh, that was cool. But, like. I feel that like it feels a little more important in soccer because there are so few opportunities like that. I feel yeah. that's where that where that's where soccer is feels it feels important because like the scoring opportunities are very few. Yeah. Like you don't get a lot of good like it it in in really elite high end games like that. Like I don't know. That's why like I don't know, and that's why I, when you see the dudes like Mbappe, I did, did I say his name right? Or yeah. is it a bop? Yeah. Okay, no, or Messi. Like, we're like, like, shouldn't there be, like, eight guys on Messi? And it don't matter because he still scores. Same with Mbappe. Like, no, I feel that the, like, the elite guys, but also you can't take a minute off. Like, I don't no. know. Like, I, like, <laughs> like, you really need to watch the entire match because you could go catch a smoker, like, get a drink and be like, oh, crap, they just scored. Like, no, I don't. Right. Like, that's what I feel that, like, I don't know make soccer feel important is like and there's a reason why there ain't commercials like i don't know because you really need to like watch the entire half to really if someone asks you to do a book report on like that game you can't just say oh i watched the second half no you have to watch the entire thing yeah no and for those of you who you know who didn't watch it again you probably missed the greatest world cup final of all time and that's just not just me saying it there's a lot of people who watch soccer for decades and decades saying it was the greatest world cup final of all time argentina's victory over france um in you know in penalty kicks they were three to three in in regulation plus stoppage time just a fantastic game the final coronation for Lionel messi again probably the greatest you know soccer player at least of this generation whether you want to debate the pele and maradona stuff god bless you but there was always that messi versus ronaldo thing and now messi you know with this world cup has kind of vaulted himself over ronaldo but then you've seen you see uh, Kylian Mbappe, who's 23 years old, who's probably going to be the next guy. And so when you have the the five greatest soccer players of all time, five years from now, 10 years from now, he's probably going to be on that list too. So you saw two of the all-time greats go at it in a fantastic game. Um, and it was the, the largest, not only was it the largest or the most people who watched the soccer game um, in the history of America, but between the English and Spanish language coverage, more Americans spent more time watching all the World Cup stuff than he did watching March Madness, which is pretty impressive. Um, yep. So we'll, we'll see if that carries over to 2026. When it's here, you would think so, because the World Cup will be here in, uh, in 2026. So 
Very excited to, to see that. No, I so. feel that like soccer is on this ascension, and I, it's not. It's on not on a rocket ship. They haven't yeah. like I don't know like they haven't booked it where like mm-hmm. they're the world champion in a couple of years, but it's steady ascending, and not a lot of sports can say that. Like I feel no. that like I don't know I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I feel that soccer's on it more of an upward upward tick than bas- than, than the NBA. No, it, it absolutely is, and hopefully. Um, soccer can kind of keep this momentum going for the next few years. But that is it for us on this edition of the Broad Street Line. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Again, wherever you get your podcasts or on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. But until next time, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Happy holidays, everyone. See you guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.